Welcome back to Look at My Life for the first time in forever. I stand alone. There was a time where I really relished in the relationships that I had with people and even if, you know, we weren't in constant contact, I thought (laughs) that there was a mutual respect, a mutual understanding and a mutual care slash love for one another. And in reflection, I realize a lot of those relationships that I had placed value on were completely false. A lot of them were completely one-sided. And yet again, back to 2019, (laughs) it's one of the biggest and greatest lessons that I've ever learned in my life and I believe it will probably be always one of the biggest lessons of life that I've learned ever in my life is the people that you may believe are your friends, are your allies, are even your family. A lot of it is just quote unquote smoke mirrors. A lot of it is bullshit. A lot of it is a give and take. A lot of it is for serving a purpose be it getting gossip, be it speaking gossip. And you know, I've constantly said this and I'll say it again. The relationship between my grandmother and I, it was complicated. Was super duper complicated. But unlike many of the interpersonal relationships that I've had, at least it was real, you know? And I'm forever grateful for 2019. And I'm thankful for Mamiya, where even at her weakest moment and eventually her death, she still was able to teach me a lesson. And the lesson that I learned was just because somebody's quote unquote your family don't mean that they're your friend. Just because you have someone to kiki with, you know? 
And in reflection, looking back on it with a certain cousin who is very two-faced, I later found out. But, you know, the, the real basis of our relationship was literally just kikiing. There was no real <laughs> substance. It was kikiing and, you know... There was nothing real about what we spoke about. And in reflection, looking back on that, I'm like, how could I have possibly let her betrayal, quote unquote, hurt me the way it did back in 2019? Because When you really think about it, our relationship was about as deep as a, a deep as deep as a pool of spit, you know? It was very shallow. And one of my biggest, actually the biggest episode, highest rated on this podcast is Friend or Foe and talking about how I realized that, you know, just because you're in proximity with the person or just because you're hanging with the person, just because you're quote-unquote kikiing with a person doesn't mean that they're really your friend. And that's something that age and growth and being in your 30s and approaching your 40s, you learn You learn a lot of things. You've been through a lot by the time you reach my age. And I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot and I've seen how fake people can be. There was a time where it meant something. It meant a lot, you know, to where I felt if something happened, the people would have my back and all of that crap. And, you know, just in reflection, realizing that it wasn't really about drawing a line between right and wrong. It was really more about entertainment for a lot of people. And back to 2019, Mamiya and I collectively had came to the conclusion years ago, you know, that we were pretty much on our own when it came to getting help from the quote-unquote family, the people that acted like they cared so much when she was on her deathbed. (sighs) And, um... I always say, you know, to people when I'm 
reminiscing about Mamiya or speaking about a subject, one of my favorite songs from my favorite bands, the Google Dolls, um, song name is Name. And I used to say about me and Mamiya's relationship is, you know, this line from that song. Now we're grown up orphans. I never knew their name. We don't belong to no one. That's a shame. You could hide beside me, maybe for a while. And I won't tell no one your name. And I would always say, that's us. You know? <laughs> that's me and Mamiya. You know, two old orphans. <laughs> alone in the wilderness. Alone together. And, you know, after she died... And even, you know, during the process of her death in her hospital and hospice stay of all the drama that I went through. And even though I knew it before, like me and her had talked before. And, you know, anytime me and her would get into it, the way when Mia would always start her opening line to make up with me would be, you know, we all we got. We don't have anybody but each other. And so it was known. It was discussed, you know, it was acknowledged that, you know, we were alone. And I knew that I was alone in taking care of her. And then, you know, Corey came along and it was like us three, you know. And that's definitely my next tattoo, the number three. And I was just like, you know, it was just us three, Mia, Corey, and me. And that's a big reason why I'm like so, so shocked in reflection of why I let those people get me so upset and so frazzled to the point that I had a miscarriage. It's because I knew this. I knew that I was alone, you know? Outside of my child and my child's father, I knew that I, I stood alone. I guess it was, I don't know, maybe the fact that it was thrown in my face during my grandmother's final days. That I don't know that it hurt me because it was so blatant. Um, and after her death and all the stuff I had to do and you know I did it alone I did it on my own and when my maids talk about the fact that we were alone and we were all we got was each other. I don't know, she used to say it's so sad and I can only imagine she had 10 children and God only knows how many grandchildren. I'm not doing the math on that. Um, and it was a sad thing, you know, when she said it, you know, at least we're all we got, we're alone, it's just us. Um, all we have is each other. You know, she said it heartbroken. 
And for a long time, I used to think of being alone as a negative. And you know, as I've said before, I often bring up 2019 because it completely tried to break me. Not only that, but it changed so much about me. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I have a different blood type now from what I did in 2019. It changed me on such a massive level. I wouldn't be surprised if it was cellular that deep, you know, changing literal cells in my body, how much 2019 changed me. And just everything it taught me. And that's why I bring up 2019 so much. That was a defining moment in my existence. And, you know, being so hurt by the lies and the rumors and the arguments and even the physical fights. Um, And then, you know, Mamiya's death and... All of that stuff. And once I started reflecting and, you know, just thinking about why was I so upset, I knew I was alone from jump. So, you know, why are these non-important NPCs, non-playable characters, because that's what they were when it came to helping Mamiya out. Non-playable characters. Nope, nope, nope. They had absolutely nothing to do with helping, with caring for my grandmother. So why would their opinion even matter to me, you know? But in reflection... You know, I think that the experiences that I've had, it would have broken so many people. It would have turned a lot of people into beasts. It would have turned some people into monsters, you know. Yet here I am. And... I'm not mad at the world and I'm not going to be the type of subhuman that those people were to me. I would never let them win like that. And you know, I do what I have to do. I take care of my son. I'm taking care of myself. I'm doing the work and I'm on my journey to healing. And in reflection, just thinking about standing alone. I stand alone, you know. I do get help from my child's father and my sweet angel. My child, he's there. But you know what I mean when I say I stand alone, you know. And that's something to be proud of. That is something that I am amazed by myself. I'm amazed by me and the fact that not only am I still standing, but I'm standing tall. 
I'm doing what I have to do. I'm doing what I need to do. I'm doing some of what I want to do. And I'm unbreakable right now. Bulletproof. Titanium. That's something that cannot ever be taken from me. No matter how hard people try to tear me down. No matter how hard these, I don't even know what to call them anymore. But for lack of a better word, people. That's why they can't get to me. That's why they can't get to me. I stand alone. And in reflection, I always happen. And that's something, that little peanut gallery, that's something that they will never have. And we've discussed it before. In strength, we've discussed it in quiet strength. What I possess, not many have. And I say that without an ounce of concedence. It takes a lot of will and a lot of strength to stand on your own whether you choose to or it was forced upon you. And to continue to do that and to not conform to people who obviously lack not only in mental capacity, but in moral capacity as well. This has been for the first time in forever. I stand alone. Thank you for listening. I will be back very soon with another one. I'll see you. Thanks for taking the time to look into my life and see what I see.